For the sound, do you think it's a problem, or do you think it's a treat? One, two, three, four, shoot all. Quaintance, Beaver guy. I think that what if they can't deal? If they can't cope with the biofriendly bio boys. boys on the biofriendly podcast the through bi- our hallway yeah. next door at the the uh, we have a. What, what is it? It's, it's a, isn't it like neuro yes. mapping? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they They're like, scanning our brains as do like we do brain, the podcast. To do, um, yeah, brain scanning. So I think those guys, the neurosciences fellows, uh-huh. I think that they're happy to hear the podcast. Why wouldn't they want to hear the podcast? Right. It's probably... Um, it's an education they, on mental health. <laughs> <laughs> they probably opened a file on us already. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, these guys are definitely a case study. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure that down the other end, on the law, that's a law firm. I think it's a law firm. And come on. Come on. I mean, if you're if you're in there doing I your, object. your paralegal work. I object, Your Honor. Just bored out of your mind. You're going to want to listen to the BioFriendly Boys. With the repetitive, just paper-filling outing and, yeah. and stamps. And instead. So much stamping. So much stamping. And I hear could that, you imagine how much better that would be if you could hear BioFriendly Podcast live down yeah, the hall? Live. These people don't even know. They don't even know that their neighbors moved in and they have entertainment once a week. From probably one of the biggest hit podcasts. Hit podcasts. Around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, people. So no, I don't think you should put a towel under the door. Okay. I That's think, what I did last time. I think that they is should I, hear us. I put, I put a little, because underneath our door, when we close it, there's like a eh, half an inch, I would say. Yeah. So like our voices are definitely going to travel, because we were laughing the other day, <laughs> and Brooke said, I could hear you all the way down to the elevators. And so I was you like, normally yeah. you walk it, you walk down these halls and you don't hear a thing. It's all right. apparently very silent, very professional, mm. not a worry in the world for anyone, except when Jacob and I are in, in an office. That's and right. Apparently, it's very loud. There's a lot of laughter, a lot of boisterous, lots of merriment, enjoy. Merriment. Yeah, it's a good word. And we even put something. So we're waiting for the sign on our door that says the suite number that we're in. And so Noel and I, so our, <laughs> what suite number we're in. So Noel and I are making a paper sign to put out there to kind of let people see, like, this is our location. And we decided that instead of spelling it S-U-I-T-E, we right. spelled it S-W-E-E-T, as in sweet. And just to make sure that people know that it, this is not a spelling error, this is purposeful, yeah. it's underlined and has an exclamation point. Absolutely. So I think that even... Without the merriment and joy that they hear, or the Christmas tree that's behind us. Or the Christmas tree. They see the words sweet, and they know this is a fun, yeah. fun place. Yeah. yeah. This is where the party starts yeah. and ends. And the party ends. <laughs> if you're wondering where the party stops. It's right here. It's right here. Right here. Starts and stops. Well. How was your Christmas? It was wonderful. Yeah. I had a wonderful Christmas. It was a beautiful time. And I'm so happy that we both rushed right back here after Christmas, to make sure that our fans had a podcast to what, bring them into the new year. What is remarkable to me is that you came here all the way from Indiana just mm-hmm. for an hour mm-hmm. I to flew record back. this podcast. I took a plane. I said, I said, Merry Christmas. I'm so happy. Everybody's happy. Santa came. The kids are smiling. I got to get Every back time. to Los Angeles uh-huh. immediately because I have to record a podcast because there are people who depend mm-hmm. on the truth. And you're going back. Yeah, I'm going. I'm getting right back on a plane once we're done. Right Once back. we're done, I'm back. That's I'm it. back. 
He's back, baby. He's back. Well, uh, this is the uh, the end of the year podcast. This is the last podcast of 2019. Well, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? That's nuts. It's nuts. I can't believe it. I can't. We finally made it. We did it. This is the one we're going to be remembered for. Uh, I was wondering which one we'd be remembered for. <laughs> this one. This is the one. So make it count. Well, I'm waiting for us to come back in time like the yeah. Bill and Ted guys did. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah to, uh, to tell us that this was the one. Because the, the thing that we are certain of is that when the thing happens that we're going to be remembered for. Yes. We made, we made a promise to each other that we would go into a time machine, go yeah. back in time and tell ourselves. Yes. This is the one. And this be like, is this one. is it, guys. This is, what this is what it's happening right now. Yeah. And so far, every time we've said this is the one you'll be remembered for, they have not come back. In no. Time. And we're looking. We've been looking around. We'll be out in the world. And I'm looking for two old dudes yep. who are going to walk up to us and be like, hello, I'm Jacob. And I'm good. <laughs> and this is the moment you'll be remembered for. And what? I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, but we're in line at a fat burger. Where am I? <laughs> So that hasn't happened yet. It's awfully cold in this building. <laughs> it's so cold. Well, this is a. It's, I need it's... soup. <laughs> Could someone please? I can't. What did I ask for? Old Old Noel is very needy. Where am I? <laughs> and confused. Noel. This I... is the one I'll be remembered for. <laughs> Remind, uh, remember that when you're older now, now that we're yeah. having this conversation, make sure future you brings a coat. Because it's cold. I know, because I'll be freezing. And travel it's fed. And bring soup. Yeah. <laughs> bring soup with you <laughs> the time machine. Uh, oh, man. Well, uh, I guess we'll, we'll dial in here. This is the Biofriendly Podcast. Did we already say that? We, I don't no, know. we didn't. Hi. I'm, he's Jacob. He's Noel. And we're the Biofriendly Boys. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I was trying to figure out what, what to talk about this episode. But one thing's for sure. We were cut short last week with yeah. the Die Hard is a Christmas movie we conversation were. because we just started getting in and then we got a phone call about a refrigerator being delivered and we never got to have that conversation. So oh. I think right out, out, out of the gate, we got we to gotta tackle that. I'll have you know, though, that that okay. refrigerator did get delivered. It did. It's here. It's, it's over there. It I'm has looking been at fantastic it. all week long. All week Since long. we got it last week. Keeping things cold. And colder. And colder. We have ice. Yeah. There was a whole... You should just go through the process. Yeah. You had... you had, Jacob was hilarious last week. Yeah. Working... I know we're supposed to talk about Die Hard. I get... We'll get... No, we'll no, get, no, we'll no, get no. It's fine. It's fine. It's like but, you don't want to have that conversation. Well, it's just... It's very... It's <laughs> very adorable how yeah. how uh, how much ice problems you had last week getting this. Yeah. Just go through what you had to do. I know this so, is not green or biofriendly at all. No, 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 it is green. People hate our tangents, but... No, it's yeah. green. It's fine. Hey, if you've stuck with us until 2019, you know we're tangential, but, but worth, worth it. it. Um, it, the, the, it had this instruction, which I've never had before with an ice maker and a very detailed checklist on how you get the ice maker to like, to be programmed to be full. And so you had to let it make ice for 24 hours. Then after that period of time, you, you let four to six cubes, no more, no less in a glass. And then you have to wait that's another. That's a tough no more, no less. Four I know. To, four to six. How, first of all, like when, that's you, not when a you push the lever, it either comes out one or 800. <laughs> Everybody knows that's how an ice cube machine works, is you right. put in the cup, <laughs> and either one cube comes out, or every piece of ice that was in there comes right. out. That's how they work. Yeah. So you're literally sitting there, and you're going, one, two, 
three, <laughs> counting them out. But and you can't you can't just pull the thing out and just grab four ice cubes and take them out. No, you have to let the machine do its thing. That's the thing. It's your your programming. The ice maker is going to dispense these, and then I have to wait eight hours, and then I have to do it again. So you have to use the dispenser. And then yes, and then you have to wait another sixteen hours, and then you have to do it again. And then after that, the ice maker goes, "Oh, I get it. I get it. You want to make ice." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what you want me to do. Why did someone tell I, me that my Look, job I got to be honest. Out? When I showed up here on this floor, I wasn't quite sure what you guys wanted from me. But it seems like it seems like you, you want, want me to make some ice. Wait, you want me to make ice? Oh my god! This whole time. Wow! Talk about a curveball. Wow. I did not. I have been around. Well, I guess I, I'll just put this table and saw away. <laughs> I guess I'm not building you guys a skate ramp like Jeez. I figured. Um, yeah, so I had to now, program. If you had programmed it differently, would it have built us a skate ramp? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Would you like me to reset? If you could reset that thing, <laughs> he comes in here in the new year, and Tony Hawk Tony is Hawk just is like just doing, ripping it, just ripping it on our uh, floor. The building is furious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got the new fridge, and I programmed the ice machine, which now I'm going to add that to my resume. Um, ice machine programmer. Yeah, indeed. Um, <laughs> check me out on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, so that was that was exciting. So we got a new fridge. It's Good. great. It works and it great. makes us. Here's why it relates to the topic. It makes us more bio friendly. It does because now it's super easy for us to get cold water. Yeah, without uh, without having to, to find uh, dispensers, like or having to find like containers yeah. as much. Right. We don't have to get containers. We don't have to get bottled water. Uh, we don't have to go buy anything. No, nobody has to bring sparklets in here or anything like that. We have. A filtered water source in the office for everybody here. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the ways we are going green. And we are going to continue in this space um, in 2020 just greening up Pasadena and greening up California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's we're what we're going to do. Joint. We're going to green the whole place. The Biofriendly mm-hmm. Boys are getting to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but die hard. Die hard. Back to it. Okay. <laughs> so... You know, hey, don't get mad at us for being a little bit more tangential. It's the end of the year. Let us do our thing. Right. Okay. So, right, it is a it is a green, it is a Christmassy green movie. But is it a green movie? Is Die Hard a green movie? This is the, Not the at question all. I want to ask. Not you. at all. No, you don't think that the way that they no. killed each other was was a, no. No. There was no environmental message in Die Hard. And if you disagree, then come at me. Come yeah. at me, bro. No, but I do think it's a Christmas movie. That was my point. I think I think Die Hard is a 100% a Christmas movie. Do you? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the Noel inhale. Yeah. Hmm. I'm on the fence. Okay. He's on the fence. I will, I will admit that it happens. Um, from my recollection, it happens on, on Christmas Eve. It does. It takes um, place on Christmas Eve. From my recollection, he's trying to get back to his wife and, and, and try to fix their marriage by being together on Christmas. Yeah, not just his wife, his children, family, too. Yes, his yeah. whole family. But the wife is the one who's in danger. Right. I mean, that's right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but oh, what's to, the wife's name? What's the wife's name? Um, Holly. I don't... Oh, Holly. It's a Holly. Hmm, how interesting that her name is Holly in this very much a Christmas film. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. So if I make a movie in July and name my main guy Santa, yeah. it's a Christmas movie? Totally. Christmas movie. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's not the only thing that makes it a Christmas movie. I have 800 points, but go on on your, no, fi- no, on your no, fence. No, 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 no. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not... <laughs> Totally against the concept of the Christmas movie. Here's, here's, here's the uh, here's the thing. So yeah. I, I get that. I get. Yeah. Okay. So she's Holly. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's trying to get the family together on Christmas. I guess. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. 
the reason that uh, that this is an argument at all. You know what his kids' names are? Donner, <laughs> Donner and Blitzen. And Blitzen? Okay, okay. Yeah. No, the reason it's an argument at the all. The reason it's an argument at all is because they spend an entire movie um, saving the lives of people who are held hostage in a tower. Right. Right. That's and and you're dealing with a you're dealing with a character who's not supposed to be in that situation. Right. Who's forced into the 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 you know the the role of being an action hero and saving the day. Right. And he spends the entire movie saving lives, lives. in a tower. Mm-hmm. Now, does he save Christmas for all those people? Absolutely. 100%. That would make it a Christmas movie. Does yeah. he get his family? Does he, you know, rekindles, rekindles his, his, his wife? Yes, yeah, that does, does that. Do they probably spend Christmas together the next day? I'd be shocked if they didn't. They do. Right. Yeah, newsflash. I mean, they have to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because otherwise, what the hell is going on? Yeah, he doesn't go back. He doesn't right. go like, like, he doesn't well, save her and say, that well, was now a that fun this party. Is thanks, Nakatomi Plaza. It's not like she says to him, you know, well, thanks for saving my life. You yeah. can't now be with us for Christmas. Yeah, That's, you have to stay in a Motel 6. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. You know, they don't technically show them together, you know, as a family on Christmas. Maybe right. maybe that would have made it a Christmas movie if they'd right. done a little bit of that. Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of things that could have made it into absolutely 100% a Christmas movie. Right, right. The issue that I think the non-Christmas movie fan people have is just that there isn't so much a Christmas message of any shape or kind at all in that movie. It's not a a movie that is there to give you the Christmas spirit. It doesn't, the movie doesn't make you go, oh, yay, it's the holidays, and uh, I can't wait for for ginger beer and vodka. Yeah, Like the rest of us have on, because we all have them on Christmas. Right. Now, that's the part of me that's on the fence. That's that's not necessarily with it. Now, I'm not saying I don't think that it's a Christmas movie either, because you know what? I mean, look, the guy's trying to get his family together, and this is the the event that does it, to get them together for Christmas. So, look, Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm still not sold. undecided. Okay, undecided. That's fair. I'm 100% Die Hard is a Christmas movie because I love it and I watch it every Christmas. And I even have a Die Hard Christmas book where they've illustrated the movie and they've done it in verse, in mm-hmm. rhymes. Uh-huh. And I bring that out during the holidays. So, you know, I, I have my millions of reasons why I think it is. And we won't. For you. For me. It will always be a Christmas It'll movie. It'll be a Christmas movie. Because you watch it at Christmas. I do. It's a Christmas tradition. Yeah. Elf. So, Polar Express, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Jingle Die. All the Way. No, I don't watch that Nobody one. Nobody watches Santa Claus. Jingle no, All the Way. No, I don't watch that one. I was just trying to think of a Christmas movie. Uh, Elf, Polar Express, uh, the Love Santa Act, Claus, Love the Santa Claus, Love Actually, and uh, and Die Hard. They oh. come up, man. So anyway, well, good for you. Yeah, I'm hey. glad that it makes. I'm glad that it gives you the Christmas spirit. Yeah, and I'm happy that for you it does that. Yeah. Um, I won't say that it does the same for me. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Well, I think I've kind of made my I've made it into a tradition. Like I started watching it a few years ago over Christmas because, like, here's the reasons why I think it is. The, there are sleigh bells in the score. They play "Let It Snow" in the film. They play uh, Run DMC's "Christmas in Hollis." They do "Ode to Joy." Theo, one of the criminals, does the "Twas the Night Before Christmas" poem in the film. Hans represents kind of a Grinch, kind of greed message that needs to be taken down. Again, John McClane traveling home. That's like a classic Christmas movie trope. We've got all the things from like the gun being wrapped in wrapping paper. We have the "I have a gun now." Ho ho ho. We have literally 
literally from top to bottom, the whole film from start to finish just keeps hitting us over and over and over again with these Christmas themes. So for me, it feels, and then it snows at the end in, in Los Angeles. So to me, uh, there's so many things in it. There's lines that say it's the time of Christmas, the time of miracles, all these things that keep I coming back. I would even tell you that yeah. the director may feel that it's a Christmas movie. It may have intended One for One of the screenwriters it, did say that, for, yes. Yes, so his, so his feeling is this should be a Christmas movie. But, right. I'm, but the problem is you could set that movie, change almost nothing. Right. And it could be a Halloween movie. Right. Okay. I mean, like you, you mean like <laughs> you change a couple songs? Yeah. You change a date. You change a couple decorations, and it's a Halloween movie. I, yeah. You change a couple decorations. It's a Fourth of July movie. I don't. You know. change a couple decorations, and it's an Easter movie. No. It I, could be any damn no, movie you want because no. all you're doing is putting a bunch of surroundings around an action film. It no. is an action movie. So he just now jumped, I've just changed. He just jumped the other side flipped. of the fence. Oh, I just oh, kicked no. over everything. <laughs> you kicked over our I, podcast recording. I actually was not no. intending to do that. No, it's okay. Can you get down again? Well, we'll leave it there. In a classic uh, biofriendly podcast fashion, he's uh, Noel. And he, broke everything. He broke everything. No, he he believes strongly in his side of the fence, and I'll, I'll believe in mine. But you know I, what's hilarious? I had no side of the fence until I until started saying I was, stuff. Until essentially, I was. I don't know if I was asked to argue a point. No. But it felt like if we're getting into it, somebody should take that point of view. <laughs> so since I took the point of view, I'm like, okay, now now, now, now I feel this way. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. But anyways, oh, um, uh, one thing that I do know. What is that that doesn't have a ton to do with the environment. We no, probably should, we should talk move on. something about I know. We spent, I feel like we're going to get in trouble for, for me kicking off a podcast. We usually save the more tangential stuff near the end, so I yeah. feel like somebody's going to be mad. So, yeah. you well, know what? they it's might my be, fault. but you know what? It's, their, it's not their podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. No, but um, as we move on to the environmental stuff, uh, as we close out the year, I think what I really wanted to do is take this time to review... Some of the biggest things that we learned yeah. in 2019. <gasps> so right. that's what I thought would be cool, is I thought we could kind of share the things that really, I don't know, made a major impact on us, um, and and then how we're going to take that and what we're going to do in the new year. So, you know, it, it, I can start, or you can start, or whatever you'd like to do, but oh, I thought wow. we could review some things from our from our episodes, because we've this is episode 43. So we did 43 episodes this year. We didn't get started at, uh, you know, we didn't launch the podcast until a couple months into 2019. So we didn't have a full year of shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, but along the way, I think if you were to go back and go to the very first episode, The Straw Ban, yeah. and work your way through, you can really see this show take shape, us really start to learn and discover new things about in environmentalism and what it means and what steps we can take. And uh, yeah, just uh, that's why I thought this episode would be good for just a little yeah. reflection before we kick into 2020. I love reflecting. Okay, it's all I do. I love it. I'm a, I'm a reflection machine. You are. You are. Well, one of the things that I think was a big step for me was the the coffee cups. I now do not take coffee cups. I only do tumblers. I'm pretty militant about that. Um, if we find ourselves in a situation where I absolutely do not have the ability to get my tumbler, I will buy a coffee cup. But I would say this year alone, when I think about leading up to this, how many Starbucks and coffee bean cups I probably went through over the years as opposed to this year, I would say I could probably count on one hand the amount of coffee cups that I went through in the past you know, nine months once we started doing tumblers and 
grabbing stuff. So that was a huge change for me. That's that's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. That's great. What about you? Uh, I am surprised. One of the things that's been interesting in this process is having a podcast. Um, part of part of that is is getting you know we get we have a topic and then we cover that topic and then and then from that obviously you learn something and you talk about some things and we try to stay informed. So some of the stuff we know know a little bit about. The thing that's been interesting has been talking to people, talking to, to, to people who listen to the podcast and watch the podcast and hearing their perspective on things and getting points of view that I wasn't expecting on some things. Like there's, there's one, one perspective that I got from two different really great sources. And they're actually, to, to be fair, they're, they're people that I, 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 they're not just random fans in the street in this case. These are, these are friends, uh, friends and family, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my, uh, my brother, uh, he, he made a point that, that stuck with me uh, about plastic. Yeah. About, about the fact that um, the inventor of plastic, uh, he, he never imagined in a million years when, when, uh, when he created this, you know, when he created this, this tool, this, this, this thing that you could use, that it would be something that we just, we just treated as a disposable thing. Right. For him, he would keep the he would keep it in his pocket. He would put things in in that plastic bag. He would wash out his plastic bag. He would leave it overnight and then pull it out again and use it until the thing was falling apart. Wow! And that was that was the way he thought. He thought, okay, this is this is uh, this, this can be tool, revolutionary. A tool that you can use and you keep using it and it has a purpose. And that and look at how great this purpose would be. Yeah. And then people took that and turned it into something that that is you know is. Problematic, yeah. For for uh, for single for use plastic, yeah. yeah. Um, the other now, and there's a second kind of part to that, which is uh, another friend of mine, Hillary Hillary Stones, mm-hmm. um, who uh, we spend you know we spend our New Year we're going to be spending New Year's uh, with her and, and uh, her family and her husband Zach, and they're like they're 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 wonderful. They're some of the, our best friends. Yeah. And she she talked about plastic as uh, she talked about how interesting she made this this observation, which I thought was great. How interesting is it that you know that that we treat things like, you know, like like uh, like metals, uh, like like what, aluminum, gold, uh, copper, all the stuff. These are all these are all things we get from the ground. There's a certain amount of it, uh, and we use it as a resource, and we try to reuse it, and we try not to waste it, and we recycle it, and we put it. You know, we we keep using this stuff over and over again because yeah. it's, it's a resource that we need that has yeah. a purpose, right? Yeah. And then you think about plastic, and plastic is. It comes from like it's oil, right? It, right. It's, it is it is a byproduct of oil, which we have a finite amount of. Yeah. Okay. It is a resource on this planet. It's something that we have that can be used for certain things. And why isn't plastic treated more like the resource that it is? Yeah. We waste it as if there's plenty of it, as if there's as if we're we're gonna have enough of it forever, and that's not true. There is a finite amount of it, and uh, and and. As if it's it's a, a disposable, unnecessary thing. When actually, plastic, when used properly, is a it's a valuable thing. It's a resource, right? Like pla- there is no better thing for some purposes than plastic. Yeah, plastic is the right resource for a lot of things if you're using yeah. it the right way. Yeah, and that was a perspective that I didn't expect coming into to doing this podcast that I that I would see is this these kind of from two different people I I admire and uh, and and trust that these these sort of opinions of yeah. Let's not let's not totally poo-poo plastic. Let's just be responsible with it. Yeah. And that was that's that's something that I I really have kind of gotten behind is that like let's so let's 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 be responsible with our resources. Let's not poo-poo plastic. Let's be responsible for it. That's going on a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, pal. Well, that that is. Let's write that down. Let's uh, go uh, okay, on our okay. on our store. Put on the store. Yeah. On the merch. Yeah, on the merch store. Um, yeah, I I think that's very well said. And there are some major, I think, in 2019, and I think we'll continue learning more and more. But when you think about environment and environmental uh, decisions that you make, there's some of these these major pillars. Plastic being one, um, you know, water being another, mm-hmm. uh, n- not being wasteful with food and consumer goods. So you start to pick up on these pillars. And I think that if every person in this country and around the world um, just addressed those major things, there mm-hmm. would be such a big shift tonally and, and, and what we would see in the world. Like if everybody had that same perspective about what you just said about plastic, mm. about what I said about the coffee cups. And I think all the way back to, if you rewind to very early in the podcast days when we did the well aware um, shower strike. Yeah. You know, that was super early in the show. And if you guys are just, you know, joining us late in the, in the show, early on, we worked with a, an organization called Well Aware that builds these wells in, in Africa. And they do a shower strike every year. And we might be doing it again next year, for all we know. Um, but we have, we, we got involved in that. And that whole process was we couldn't shower until we raised a certain amount of money. And that right out of the gate, I thought about water in such a different way. And to this day, uh, my kids still do the, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Um, I actually have, have slipped up dozens of times in my home where I flush. And my sons will go, Dad! You know, they'll te- you know, they yell it at me because I made it a thing in our home. And so it's like kind of cool that, that that became a thing in our house. And then every time I get in the shower, I always think about, uh, I need to keep this short. I don't want to be wasteful. I don't want to be wasteful. So that was another way that I, I changed. And so I think going into 2020, I'm excited. I've got some ideas on things that I want to do. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I want to, I, in 2020, well, here's, well, actually, before I get into that, I was going to say, like, ideas or, or uh, New Year's resolutions and environmentalism that I thought maybe we could try. But is there another thing, before I do that, that also made an impact for you this year? Uh, honest information. Uh, getting, getting, getting the, the truth. F- the facts. Because it's, yeah. it's, there, there's like the a, fires in the Amazon, that's, that whole that thing. That was what I was going to kind of reference. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's so interesting so interesting that that you we got to we have a community that cares so much about what's happening in the environment but we also have a jaded community that's that's going to latch on to the information like whatever information it gets right um i would have in fact not i i assumed back when the, when the amazon fires were going on that that uh, that the amazon forest was was the, like the largest tree source on earth because you kind of are you sort of yeah. That's what you sort of told that. Yeah, you're told. You're <laughs> right? told they're, that they're, that's they're, this the is where of it's the at. Earth, this is where it's at, and and it, yeah. and it is tiny yeah. compared <laughs> to the Siberian yeah. forest, right? right? So it's like there, there's there's and and in in the you know in the the Southeast Asia, the the jungles out there are are they're bigger. They're just yeah. bigger, right? Yeah. So you've got these 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 other massive uh, forests that are by the way and, and and jungles that by the way are also you know, are also being burned, being, yeah. being uh, you know, clear cut. Yeah. Being clear. Well, yeah. Clear cut through, through fire in a lot yeah. of ways, which yeah. is like a double whammy. You lose the forest and you're, you're producing just a whole lot of, whole lot of carbon emissions. Right. Um, so it's just, it's, it's interesting because we kind of focus on places where we're, we're told to focus. And the thing that I guess I'm bringing up the point because while there are problems that are being brought up, you need to know what the facts are of those problems because a lot of these things do have, a corporate 
background that you aren't looking at. There's there's somebody who's trying to profit off of even what they're saying yeah. environmentally. Yeah. And so it's a it's a good it's a good thing to look twice before believing the first thing that you see yeah. to get the facts and then through getting the facts understand that maybe maybe the problems maybe the problems not as bad as you thought maybe the problems worse. In the case of the the rainforest issue, I mean Last year, there more more forest was burned in Siberia and in and in uh, the south you know, sorry, excuse me Southeast Asia than in the Amazon. Right, and nobody cared. Right, so so it's right, because that's not that's not where where there's a financial interest in, in the United States. Frankly, right. why? Right. So yeah, you know, it's just it's it's inter- you gotta keep you gotta keep your your ears open and and just. Be a little more discerning about information, and yeah. that's that's something that I gathered. Yeah, that's a big that's year. a big one. Um, I think that especially where we are in the world today, people tend to read clickbait articles. Hey, no hey, calls right calling now. In. You know, they're calling in our new studio. We'll take your calls after the show. Um, but yeah, learning in this day and age, everybody's kind of quick to read a clickbait title article and just jump on and say this is the truth. And it's important to uh, you know research both sides, follow the money, uh, make sure you're not just believing something because you read it. Um, there's a lot of people adding their their two cents on the internet, and uh, we shared that opinion on the Amazon episode, and that's what got us flagged. Yeah, we got so banned. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get flagged for this one too. So let's hope uh, so. Yeah, I hope so. That means we made it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that those were some of the big things I think for me um, that I learned a lot, and 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 piggybacking off of the Amazon thing in the conversation, I am going to in the new year, yeah. in 2020. Yes, I am going to go for meatless Mondays. Really? I'm going to not eat meat on Mondays. That's going to be my big uh, effort, and I, you know, I think that that's going to be a good thing for me to re- try to remember. Which is, I try to cut it back. But if I always have that as a um, target, uh, it's Monday. I don't eat meat on Mondays. I think that'll be good. So I'm going to burn less forest. I please. I think you should dial it back. I am going to. No, I had a habit uh, of, of. No, it was of, always out there, just clear cutting everything, <laughs> everything. And I've told him, I've said, you know, being a co-host in the Biofriendly Podcast, this this is really going this against is a what conflict we're ta- of interest. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think it's going to work. So yeah. okay, so I'd appreciate uh, I'm if you stop, do that. I'm going to stop doing that. Yeah. I'm going to stop doing that. Okay. I, I, no, I'm, fr- um, I'm, I've, my, my big thing this year Yeah. is, um, next is, year, next year. Well, it's almost there. I mean, oh, we're, we're a couple days I away. Mean, look, I mean, look, if I can't say next year, like some kind of dorky dad, see right. you next year. You're right. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> next year, next year is, is, uh, is, is to, uh, with our, with our business, right. With, mm-hmm. with, uh, with our company is, is to, Work hard to get our our company into a position where where we have, where we're, we're part of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Absolutely, um, and to to commit ourselves as a as a as a company to going zero waste and to finding ways to making to, to make our our international business more of a zero waste operation, and yes. to to be greener in general as a, as an operation. So like. There's a few things we have to do to, to kind of reorganize and restructure everything that we're doing, and we started that with our move. Yes, um, but we've got got more of that to do to just to make it so that we have a zero impact on the environment, and then to take what we've done and and use that to help other businesses that are in our field that are related to us do the same thing. So yeah. they can use Green Plus, uh, which is which would reduce their you know their their CO two. Uh, output by seven percent is, yep. is a it's a big point, but as part of that, also to get more of these oil companies and more of these businesses that are that are, you know that that 
would like to do something for the environment but don't know how, right. to use some of the tools we've been given and some of the opportunities through the United Nations to help bring those sustainable development goals to those businesses and then to expand the concept of zero waste and a better sustainable business and better sustainable uh, sociability and, and, and life to all of those other businesses. So my, my thought is I want to try to use what we have to expand that concept, not just with, you know, with reducing the CO2 emissions, which they can do with Green Plus, but also just to improve their business and the way they do business so that they're creating less of an impact on the environment. And we work with a lot of these businesses. And yeah. we, we spend a lot of time with these businesses and there's things that we can do to help make it financially worth their while to do that. And so I think it's great. That's kind of my, my, and I, I, mean, I suppose it's not, not so much a personal one, but it's, I do. No, it's okay. Uh, you made me, yeah. you know, it's fine. It's made me look like an idiot. You know, you're like speaking about these great broad stroke um, ideas for the company and like all these amazing well, things. Well, I'm personally, do. Here I, am, I mean, here I am personally, I'm like talking about not eating a ham sandwich on Mondays, <laughs> like some kind of dork. I'm like, I'm not going to eat a burrito, beef burrito on Mondays. And you're like, I'm going to change the world and I'm going to do it through this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. To, yeah. To yeah, be I'll, fair. By the way, I'm going to do all of those things too. To be fair. <laughs> To be fair. Uh, and you always are. I didn't know what the topic was going to be when I sat down. So it's not like I had a minute to think about, oh, am I going to start washing my plastic bags? Or, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know? <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, God, what am I going to do? And then I thought, well, well, the biggest thing I'm going to do is this, right? So, no. that, 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 uh, so that's what came to mind. So I apologize. To be fair. I wasn't trying to, to You nailed it. You nailed it is all I'm trying to say. Um, I, I'm going to stop you. So you're like, what did you learn this year? I was like, oh, crud. What did I learn this year? And I think about that on the spot. And they're like, okay, what are we going to do this year? I thought you uh, learned. Like, oh, my God. What am I in? Uh, 10th grade? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to stop eating meat on Mondays and do all the things that Noel just said, <laughs> too. Um, no, that's, that's absolutely great. I'm totally kidding. I think uh, it was a solid answer. And uh, anything personally that does on the small scale. Well, yeah, look, I'm, I'm also going to do, I'm, I, don't know if, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to do meatless Mondays right. uh, in particular, but but I do, I did. He's going to rub Mondays in my face. <laughs> like, I'm going to be in my office. He's just going to come in with a good giant, you know, plate of meat and just be like, this is so good. <laughs> you, you know, in The Simpsons, I don't yeah. know if you ever saw the, the episode of The Simpsons where Dr. Nick t- teaches Homer how to get fatter. No. no. He's, like, he's like, here's how you check if it's okay for you to eat. First, you rub it on the wall, and if it goes clear, you can eat it. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring in my greasy chicken. I love it. Fried sandwich. I and I'm going to rub it against your wall, and, okay. then, and then you'll be able to have a better view. Oh, gosh. I no, I, 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 uh, I actually had planned before, before you even said anything. <laughs> Man, you don't even yeah yeah yeah. I I had I had already planned on uh, on upping my vegetable intake in general, just to make more more meals about nice about veggies and doing more salads and and uh, yeah. and, and eating eating less meat as like a as like a kind of more habitual thing to try to make it like there's more sure. meals that are doing. So I I don't know if I necessarily on a day wouldn't wouldn't have meat, although mm-hmm. there probably will be days where I don't, because I'm going to try sort of not to, but right. it's kind of a, I'm working on a, re, a diet reevaluation to mm-hmm. be a, I'm be doing a that as well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, <laughs> for sure. Meal yeah. Monday is just a way for me to like, try to be good about that one thing. But, uh, but I also need to overhaul as well. Yeah. Come on in. So this, this one of the fun things about our new, our new uh, facility is that, is yeah. that uh, the door is 
Right so there. Enter is right there. It's not yeah. a large place. It's a very yeah. small place. So Brooke just came. She didn't want to be on TV. So yeah, she, she walked she was like, behind she, that way. She's like, I'm not getting on that camera. Yeah. But Brooke, um, Brooke, just, uh, Brooke just arrived, yeah. which is our cue that we're over 30 We're minutes. done. Yeah, yeah, we are over. I, we were running a little long because it was our end of the year special. Yeah. So I figured and why the year special, and we always talk about is Die Hard a Christmas movie, the yeah. end of the year special. It's a right. tradition. Right. We do. we do it every year. Okay, great. That's a good tradition. <laughs> Um, well, I just want to say, you know, as we as we finish out in 2019, I want to encourage our audience. You know, you guys have been awesome too. Have been listening to the show this year, and please, you know, continue to spread the word. And our my kind of end of the year thing that I would tell you is, you know, go outside in the start of the new year, breathe in Mother Nature, and just think of the ways that you can connect to the planet in 2020 in ways that you can make a difference. And you know, we continue to push this painless green effort, and I know that each of you are capable of making little small adjustments in your day-to-day life and doing these painless green things. So uh, keep rocking it. Um, you know, we, we love doing this show and love inspiring and sharing ideas and also making you laugh with our, our tangents. But uh, but we're, we're grateful we couldn't do this show without you guys uh, listening and, and spreading the word. So that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, uh, and I'll say... Uh Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And remember that sustainability is is, uh, is not just, um, this is one of the cool things about the Sustainable Development Goals. Sustainability isn't, isn't just about how do we, you know, how do we save the environment. That is a huge aspect of it. But sustainability is also, and part of that, part of the environment is, is the rest of us and those of us who are in it. So be... Be cool to each other. Yeah, be kind. Be cool to each other. That's a that's a big. I mean, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. It was said years ago by the great Bill and Ted, and that was that's not right. an inaccurate statement. It's very true. And that will help. Um, that will help the social sustainability of the planet. Yeah. And that's that's my New Year's wish to all of you is that you'll be rad to each other. All right, I love it. All we right. have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Sound years ahead of the competition. Um, saving the world eventually. Tantamount. So glorious, so handsome. Tangential, but worth it. I mean, it was the perfect one. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty doggone good. So thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you in 2020. 2020! Bye! (laughs) I almost messed the tangential. You did it. And then it came as a It's the Biofriendly Podcast. It's the Biofriendly Podcast. You got it. You did it. You nailed it. Happy New Year, Jacob. Happy New Year, Noel.